my first podcast and I thought what better not to have my sister on my first podcast so I can get comfortable and look at her setup if you guys are watching from YouTube look at her setup so wow long time <laughs> you look <laughs> okay you so, look beautiful thank you so do you thank you so I have my notes here and I thought let's start it for people that pretend people don't know you so okay let's start it like that um obviously I already said we're sisters but let's just dive in so we have okay. the one and only Jada Amore she has 600 thousand plus followers on instagram i love this and uh, <laughs> like i'm a celebrity yeah <laughs> you're funny are though like a instagram one so i want to just open up the video for people that may not know you like let's start with your social media so like when how old were you when you first started on social media preferably your instagram because that's kind of where you have the bigger following right 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 um okay we'll interview um so it started I think I was what uh 16 when we went into homeschooling and I was bored so I was like I want to model I want to you know work on my Instagram and I think around 17 um is when it started climbing because I was with my first boyfriend um and I posted little couple videos and those were going viral and so it it climbed my Instagram up. So I've been doing social media since I was a teenager, like a yeah. young age. And then after that, I went into uh, 18, we moved to LA. And that's when I started modeling and, you know, being a little bit more of like um, an Instagram model. And yeah, that's, that's, that's where it started. So I've been doing it for a long time. So when you started, it was like a couple's thing that kind of made you grow, like the couple photo Instagram era. And yeah. then when you guys broke up, where did you start taking your platform from there? Like, what was your content? Uh, so that's when my content was just in a swimwear, working for Fashion Nova, pretty little thing. I got brands with them and I was working for them full time. Um, I kind of just would just ride the wave of whatever was trending so when I first started that's what was trending was like couples you had a lot of YouTube couples that are going viral so I was just sticking to what's working yeah so what made you continue with social media till this day do you enjoy it yeah that's that's a good good question. <laughs> I don't know okay it's just a part of me yeah I was gonna I say don't you started when you were young, so it's like a part of my confidence. It's almost like <laughs> kind of an ego thing. Like I kind of have to showcase myself of like what my new journey is. It's like yeah, a part of my life. It's a part of my life. I don't think I necessarily enjoy it. Sometimes I don't want to do it, but it feels weird not to do it. Yeah, I feel that. I feel you the know? same way. So, do you have any regrets on? starting that young on social media like has it affected your self-esteem uh mm. maybe your self-value your self-worth your confidence because I know Ooh. for a minute it's, it was skyrocketing our confidence <laughs> so oh my goodness. any regrets what's your what do you feel absolutely I don't want my kids on social media at all when I have children it 
it boosted my confidence at the time because um uh, I just endured like we both endured like just bullying and just bad experience experiences in our teenage years and so I think it did boost our confidence and made us feel good but it also you get addicted to going viral Mm -hmm. and seeing the views so there was mistakes we definitely made I definitely made to get quick either money or views and when you're doing social media and you started that young you don't see how this stuff will affect your life it's just fun you're in the moment you're very much in the moment and it can ruin your reputation by making the wrong mistake or saying the wrong thing Mm -hmm. Uh, there's plenty of times I've gone on live and people screen recorded them and I was like cussing out an ex or somebody and that is on YouTube and that's not even a part of my character anymore Um, what else also it would affect uh, me when I settled down into getting married, I had such a big ego because I was used to getting praised all the time. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. I was used to people being more mesmerized by me and caring about everything I do Mm -hmm. that I had a hard time not being narcissistic. And I think that social media does create a lot of narcissistic people. I mean, how could it not? It's People are following you to see what you're doing, how you're doing it. You're going to get a little big headed. So I agree. So lightly, like kind of going into getting obsessed with being viral, like you said, I lightly just want to touch on this, you know, because I know we're probably not the main, you know, piece for this, but lightly want to touch on kind of when I first became viral being uh, on social media too with you was you know, we got a little caught up into a scandal and oh I feel gosh. like we've never talked about it. And I know it's cringy and I don't it's think so people, cringy. I don't think people know how bad we like are just so embarrassed of that time. It's so embarrassing. Like I, I was 17, you were 18 years old. I would never, you know, even care to do any of that anymore. But I did, I want to talk about yeah. it for the people that don't know um we are talking about uh, a scandal we were involved in with some I won't name them but they're the two the two uh at the time there were some famous youtubers they were married and they had a family channel and basically correct me if I'm wrong but we kind of you know hopped on we hopped on because you know we knew there was some infidelity and we right away turned it into a youtube video telling the story of what we witnessed of the infidelity and yeah i I just it was my first time really being on social media and i think um you know, we, we always shy away from talking about this, but it's kind of how I started my following to be completely honest with you. I blew up, got 10,000 followers in like two months because of that situation. And, um, I think before we posted this YouTube video, we didn't really have any idea that it was going to become as big as it was. Of course we knew people were going to see it and people were going to talk about it and it was drama because that's what we were doing but i don't think we realized it was going to blow up and it's still on the internet i mean it really is so right i don't think we realized that far into it and 
how was like how was uh receiving uh someone's entire million follower fan base attacking you and us me you and the third person involved but like how was that how was that on you wasn't that your first time like getting really severely a whole fan base just bullying you yeah I mean we went from kind of having some followers and doing our own little thing to a lot of people had their eyes on us and in a bad way. Mm -hmm. And I think the dumbest part was that me and you didn't have contact with this guy. We weren't intimately involved with this guy. We were friends with a girl that was, and we just so happened to be like, oh, this would be a great opportunity to also get our name out there. And it was the dumbest way to possibly take advantage of, of some followers of some followers and when you're young and you're you know there are people that don't mind trolling and don't mind having that associated with their name but I think that being older having a team you know a management team is so important because they will tell you what is smart and what's not smart and when we're young and just have access to social media you want to, you might get a little like, oh, this will go viral or this mm -hmm. will, and you're not thinking about, hey, wait a second. This is like real life yeah. know, people that and are actually like, really married, you know? Yeah. And, and I think too, like piggybacking off of that, us both kind of being in me engaged and you married, like I couldn't imagine my marriage. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah. And it's just like now we're older, we realize, you know, marriage has struggles, it has ups and downs. It has yeah. its forgiveness, its work. So yeah. to know that, you know, what we did, we were just not thinking anywhere uh, near Immaturity. That. Yeah, immature. yeah, that's what I'd call that, it. Honestly, you know, when we're when you're a little bit younger, not to make excuses, but you don't really you're not really in real life, like thinking about real life. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. to me, that's just they're just YouTubers and they make videos and do stuff to go viral all the time. So why can't we? But it that that's their their brand they have an agreement they go through they still married and go through their own things and this is exactly. very much a personal issue that could have been brought to her personally instead of not thinking about that part you know what I mean and yes like you said now being married and you're engaged and we're in very serious relationships um, you see that we see that you go through rough times and you don't want anybody knowing the rough times or getting leaked before you got to decide if you even want that information yeah. out. It's exactly. Yeah, I agree. So just had to touch on that. We've never talked about that in years. Yeah. Um. Okay. This is a well, big, if she ever comes across this. Yeah. We, we apologize. I do sincerely immaturity. apologize. I do sincerely apologize. Um, but I'm glad to see, you know, hopefully she's in a happier place today. That always makes me feel good. So amen. Yes. So um, taking a taking a turnover on social media and mm -hmm. your platform, what you do. Uh, let's bring it back to what you did. And uh -oh. I want to talk about OnlyFans. So, OK. OK. <laughs> Not that scary. Nope. <laughs> okay, so uh, me and you both kind of started OnlyFans. We opened up an OnlyFans account at the same time. I remember I was 19 
and we were texting about it and I hadn't heard of it yet, but you were like, should I get on it? I heard, you know, you make a lot of money. Should I do it? And I was like, hold on, let's do it. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. We have all these male followers. Um, It's really easier to make money when you have a lot of male followers than using fashion brands because they see your insights. They see you don't have a lot of females. Um, so it's harder to get paid. And I don't know if a lot of people that aren't influencers know that, but it's actually, you know, brands like to work fashion, Nova fashion brands like to work with people that have a lot of women followers. Why, you know, why would they want to pay somebody that's got mainly men? So at the time it sounded perfect to, for both of us, I think my, I think I had 80% male followers. Could you say this nearly the same? Yes. Nearly the same. So yeah so it just made sense this platform made sense to make money from it uh make money from all these followers we have to hop on only fans i don't think either one of our intentions nor did we was to be nude or you know the real reputation only fans has or had right um but you know the photos we were already posting were very seductive so why not you know put it on something where you can get paid so Jumping into OnlyFans, I feel like you talk a lot about OnlyFans on your Instagram. You're very open with how you quit OnlyFans and what came after yes. that financially. Um, so I kind of did speak for you, but I want to know, like, in the beginning of OnlyFans, what was your thought process of using this platform? What did you want to gain from this platform? Money. Yeah. <laughs> I love how professional you are with these questions. Um, girl, money for broke. I was broke. Okay. <laughs> and I remember specifically that so many people told me that I should do OnlyFans. I was like, no, I can't do it. No, I can't do it because I'm already so extra on Instagram wearing bathing suits and my booty's all out most of the time in these bathing suits. And when I found out you said, I'm going to do OnlyFans, I could just post swimsuit stuff. I said, what little miss you are very little miss conservative very uh, I don't want people seeing me a certain way and so when you were hopping on it I said I'm doing it and uh I wanted to make some money I owed money to an apartment and I I was working so for Fashion Nova uh at the time but it's not as big of a check as OnlyFans and you can just pay off everything and that's why, honestly. Okay, so this is going to be the hot question of the day. How, okay. What is the most money you made on OnlyFans in one month? 10000 Girl. That's Girl, people be making more, though. People I know. Making- I know them. I know some of them. But, okay, how old were you when you made 10000 a month off of pictures? Yo, how old were you we? You had to be 20. 20 I was 20. 20. Yeah. So that's being a young 20, age. That's what I was going to say. Being 20 and receiving $10,000 in a month. Like, how did you spend your money? Like, were you, well, that's a lot for a 20 year, 20 year old to have. I Irresponsibly. Just <laughs> Tell us. What'd you buy? Irresponsibly. <laughs> Girl, I don't even know. Because you didn't invest in any of it. Nothing. I got myself an apartment uh, at the top floor with a beautiful view Mm -hmm. that cost me thousands of dollars a month. 
I got a swinging chair, a little swinging chair. That sounds like sexual, but it was one of those just hammock chairs and that cost me a couple hundred dollars. Got myself a huge screen TV, I paid for a maid, room. paid for a maid monthly, went to Miami twice. I remember that. One month. Yeah. You went with, you went with, I bought your plane ticket. You did. I did. She bought and you bought the Airbnb <laughs> with show with show hoochie money. And I bought the ticket for you. <laughs> it cost $700 that we decided to go to at the last minute. And what else? And then we took a boat ride and we yeah, did we all kinds of stuff. Uh, what else? Went to Atlanta. I, I invested $10,000 into a short film because oh. I wanted number but i don't have access to it because the guy that okay all right we are getting a little the guy that helped direct it put his name on it and i couldn't do nothing with it so i wasted 10 racks on that blew that thanks sir we appreciate that thank you for a waste of money it was fire too cgi and all so what the heck if you could go back what would you have invested that only fans money on for yourself so one thing i did do well at is i i i with my last few checks i uh got us an apartment me and my husband an apartment and and we went i went and paid in full esthetician school and i opened my business with the little money i had saved so i think that was the best investment if you know sometimes me and him talk about it because at the time i was married when i still had only fans and we wish that you know with those last checks you know just went and maybe got some property some houses airbnb them out we i've seen only fans girls do that just be a little smarter if you're going to make a decision like that you don't want to just do only fans and then the day you do quit you have nothing you know yeah. you haven't build anything so if you're going to make a decision like that at least be you know spotted it i think being an esthetician i do make pretty good money um, mm-hmm. but i wish i you know i wish i i did more because i i don't have much to show for it so that's what i was gonna say too like i because i didn't invest really in any of it at all really i mean i got my boobs done and put a couple hundred away for that but that was just for a down payment on them that's about the most i did but I didn't make that much. I think I made like 4000 on my highest month. And I mean, I didn't really have a high month after that. But same, I would say now to girls on it, women on OnlyFans, like, do what you want to do. You know, um, I'll talk in a minute on why maybe why you quit doing it. But if you are going to do it, invest in it. Like, you know, because this is not a sustainable you know, I mean, your OnlyFans can get removed. Your Instagram can get removed. I mean, I, I remember that being yeah. always my biggest fear because that's how I promoted it was through my Instagram followers, obviously. So right. if my Instagram got banned, you ain't getting no more people to go to your OnlyFans. So um, and then obviously there's other stuff that comes from that, like, mm-hmm. you know, your self-esteem, your worth. It's, you know, Gosh. everything kind of gets shot down, but invest in it have a game plan, have a timeline. Um, mm-hmm. cause you know, I don't think it's, especially if you're making 10,000 a month plus you should have been right. by the house. <laughs> Girl, I could have paid off a house. Right. Okay. Tell us why you walked away from OnlyFans. for the people that don't know. I know you've uh, spoken on it on YouTube, Instagram before, but, um, 
you know, why did, why would somebody who's making 10,000 a month at 20 years old in her early twenties, why would you get off of that platform? So uh, one thing you did say is um, like, you know, do what you want to do. And at the end of the day, I know that we can't stop people from doing what they want to do, but I would say, don't do it literally as try your hardest to pick something else because the aftermath of it is just not worth it um I would say one big reason obviously is um my relationship with God I started to convert I I would say I wouldn't say we really grew up religious yeah we didn't grow up with that in our household like mom believed in God but we didn't really talk about it Mm -hmm. until i you know, got married and he did come from a religious home and they were in the church and I started to read the Bible more and it made me feel very convicted. And I started to gain this faith of like, if I let this go, I don't know if you ever seen the picture of the, the teddy bear, Jesus has the, the teddy bear, yeah. a big teddy bear behind his back. And he's saying, give me the little teddy bear. Well, mm-hmm. my only fans is my little teddy bear. I mean, that was my comfort money, my security. And I just felt him saying, give this to me. And then I will give you back something greater. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared. I was so scared because it's comfort. It's fast money. It's easy money. And once I let it go, that's when the tradition started happening. I went to esthetician school. I got really good, really fast. I opened a business and God has just had my back all the way through. And I I feel better as a woman that I'm not doing something that just sexualizes me. Yeah. I'm doing something where I'm proud. I'm wearing scrubs, you know, oh. to work. You know, and then when I go on my lunch break, you know, people ask, what do you do? And I get to say, oh, I run a business. I'm an esthetician. And it just feels good besides doing something that, you know, men pay to see my body. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you're, you're worth more. I wish I really believed that at the time that I was worth more and that, um, you know, and then it's attached to your name forever. Yeah. You know? It's attached to your name forever. There are people that follow me that are always going to remember me as that, uh, that it will never respect me no matter what I say. If I say I'm a Christian woman now, if they were to see me on the street, they're going to still whistle or say, oh, I've seen you half naked. You know, um, there's also, it, it messes with your mind yeah. heavily, right? I think you can agree to that. Um, it you When you get money like that, it makes it 10 times harder to humble yourself. It's so hard to except slower weeks or slower months financially yeah uh, it's that's like oh, it's just so easy that I could just I could just go and do this hustle you know um you know there's people that seen me in a way I, I don't want them to have, have seen me mm-hmm. even though I didn't do porn specifically I was sexual you know I yeah. over sexualized myself and there's people, anybody has access to your OnlyFans and they can see you in that way and we tell ourselves we don't care you know, we tell ourselves, well, I'm a free, I'm a woman, I can do whatever I want, and anybody should accept me. Well, I think, let's be realistic, you should, you should know if you're going to do that. If people are going to look at you a certain way or treat you a certain way, you have to be okay with that, because it's just not realistic that everyone's going to respect that. It's just not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So how it's was just- it getting um, in, like, in a relationship with that, like, finding you're now who you are married to. How was that? How, you know, how do women come back from doing that and find a husband who is strong in faith? Um, Was that difficult? Did he accept you? Did you guys have a conversation about that? 
he I remember just sitting in the car and he just wasn't supportive you know of it he he did but he didn't like it's like okay this is what you gotta do to make money but I can tell that he was just like "Ah, you know like you could be doing something else and that would make me mad but it was that conviction that guilt yeah. That I didn't like feeling just like support what I'm doing and like he can't support sin it's just not a part of who he is and like he thinks that a woman should be more covered or just you know value yeah. themselves and keep themselves just for the man and then when we got married is when it really started to take up a notch before we were married it was like I get that's what you want to do I think you could do something else you know yeah. and you know put your gifts into somewhere else he was very supportive of any other dream I had yeah. You know, he's very supportive. Um, and then when we got married, he said, you know, I, I don't I don't like this. Like well, you're my wife, you know what I mean? And you're, you're making money off these these men, you know? Um and it just made him feel comfortable. Also, like he goes back home to his family and friends. And if they, you know, oh they're talking about oh his wife, you know, is shaking her butt on OnlyFans. <laughs> and it's just embarrassing it is. for a man. And if you respect your man, I really feel and he feels some type of way. I instead of twisting of like you should just accept me for who I am, I think it's a partnership where it's like, okay, let me sacrifice something. And to be honest, what I'm sacrificing is something that is okay to be sacrificing. It's not the best thing that I'm doing. Yeah. So me giving it up isn't like you're taking something from me. It's like you want me to be a better woman. So I va- I valued that and respected what how he felt for sure. Yeah, I think same to everything you said. I um I was on it, and yeah, we weren't doing porn or anything like that. But still, you know those type of pictures. And I actually don't know if you even know this. I hid it. I hid it from him the first. I you mean, did. I didn't tell him. I hid him from my stories. Actually, he knows this now, so I'm telling the world. But so, what was his reaction when he found out? I had actually, del- <laughs> I actually deleted it um, right when we started having the conversation about how we wanted to get engaged, and I was like, I can't do this. Like, I is different when we're dating. In the beginning, we were long distance. I still felt mm-hmm. like I had my, I was my own person. And then when we started talking about, okay, we're going to get engaged in the next few months, I knew it was coming. I, that's kind of when my panic settled in. Cause I was not going to go into this next step in our life. And I also felt right. just a huge amount of guilt. That's so embarrassing. And I don't want to be that type of wife. Like if I'm about to be somebody's wife, I want to be a wife. So that's how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, now this isn't cute anymore. Like before it was kind of cute. So I actually, um, I deleted it. I found a job. I found a job in my field, um, which I I loved. It was, it was good money. Um, I actually prayed months, uh, leading up to being engaged that I would find a job and I landed a job that paid me about the exact same that I was getting monthly on OnlyFans. Um, Mm. and I was praying for that because I needed that financial stability, you know, at the time. So I prayed and prayed and I got this random opportunity. They reached out to me. Um, it was everything in my field is what I love to do. Um, it was paying the same amount. They hired me within like a week. It, it, and I still believe to mm. this day that was God because I never applied Amen. to this job. I never applied to this job. I didn't know these people. It was actually a bourbon company. Uh, no idea what bourbon whiskey, none of that stuff was. I was not educated in that, but I learned real quick. Um, and it came 
couple months before I got engaged. And as soon as I got my first paycheck from my job, Mm -hmm. my new job, I deactivated the OnlyFans because I told myself and I could have kept both and made double. Yeah, yeah. I prayed. I told I told God God, gave you something. I said, God, I will delete it. I, I will delete it if you can replace it. And I never had anything in my head where I was like, oh, I kind of want to keep it now, like double the money. Why not? Mm-hmm. I never had that never popped in my mind. I, I instantly deleted it. And I just watched the the money get, you know, it all was over for me. And um, I told him after I deleted it. I was so ashamed. I was so yeah. embarrassed. And um, I showed him a couple of things I would post on there um, that I had found online or whatever saw on my phone so he kind of knew that it wasn't like you know terrible I think his biggest thing was like he was glad it was gone and and he was glad that I had came to that mentality myself like mm, hey, this that. is not it so um I uh that's kind of how he found out yeah and he he wasn't even like it wasn't that scary of a conversation either that's so I kind of wish I had it earlier but um it's done now and don't have I love it that som- I love that sometimes about like like men of the faith they they care about your growth you know more yeah. than anything it's not like oh my gosh how could you have done this to me it's like I'm glad that you're like stepping into a mature womanhood and you you figured that out on your own love that and I love that you talked about God because that's how I felt with the OnlyFans and then me becoming an esthetician because um, I remember praying and praying and praying when I opened my the doors to my business. I was like, this is dumb. Like, what if I just like lose so much money? Mm-hmm. And my first client that walked in and I had a lot of faith leading up to that point because I let it go when I went and gave the full money in cash to you know, pay off school. And I went in, I was like, okay, I deleted it because I'm in school now. And this is what I'm doing. But my first day opening, um, this girl walked in my very first client walked in and she said, so I know you're a believer. No, you're a Christian woman. I am too. And she was like, and I seen your story. And I want you to know that like, I'm so proud of you. And I was like, first of all, how I'm in Vegas. How is my first client walking in here? a Christian woman who's validating me and, yeah. you know, comforting me. And I prayed right before she walked in, God, I'm so scared. I'm nervous, but isn't God good. That's why I'm like, God will yes. open the doors, man, for you. Right. And just, I mean, it happened two months before I got engaged. It was like count town, countdown. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I a hundred percent know that that was God. And, and I did exactly what I, promised to him too that I was gonna do and now we are here look at us I want to um yeah I want to wrap it up a little bit um okay and kind of just know like what is next for the one and only Jada Moore what is next for you what's next in you know where your career your plans with your social media um, what's next for you that, you know, people on here listening can take from you and, and, and move forward with you with? Um, so one thing I, I, I feel like, you know, even though I built up my social media the wrong way for years, I think that now I have, you know, a lot of people watching me, fo- followers, 
And I think our job now is just to kind of spread, you know, either God's word or just wisdom. Amen. Um, how we learned, how we matured, so we could help guide other people. Mm-hmm. So one thing right now I'm kind of focused on is fitness. Um, I'm not really like an athlete, but I did lose weight. So I kind of talk about that transition, but more focused on um, the sicknesses that were in my mind from eating poorly and just um, dealing with different spiritual attacks and how losing weight helped me mm-hmm. a lot spiritually and physically and mentally. And then uh, I think I might do a podcast, you know, my hubby thinks I should, so I could talk. About I think marriage. you should. And that, yeah, yeah, that was one thing too. I was like, I really think you can educate and just gain so much, you know, people's knowledge in marriage and being married young and being like, Woo. I'm going to grow together, growing (laughs) together. And I really want that space for you, which is kind of why I didn't bring it, bring any uh, marriage stuff up today. Cause I know you're going to have podcasts. I'm pushing you to do it. Yeah. um, Yeah. You have to do it. You have so much knowledge. And I love what you're doing. Cause you have so much, you, you guided me through the hardest season of my marriage and you're engaged you know what I mean? So I know you're gonna be a phenomenal wife. You're doing it the right way. Sweet. You're learning each other. Yeah. I'm Thank proud you. of you. That I'm was so sweet. Proud. You're my little sister, but you're my big sister in ways. We're I'm not that to far be. apart. We're not, but you've always just been very you you do a lot of self-work, you know. Um Thank you. I don't know if that's just you being the baby and seeing our brother and then me just make a whole lot of mistakes. <laughs> and then you're the baby and you're like, oh hell no I'm not following up the y'all footsteps but yeah you you've done a lot of self-work so I've learned a lot from you and I'm excited for you to actually maybe talk about you know how to prepare better for marriage because you you know helped me prepare better to be a wife you know so thank you yeah and I've learned a lot through you too and seeing you know just being young and and being married already and being strong. I think you're very, you're a very strong wife. And, you know, in, in times maybe that you weren't, you, you knew you weren't being it strong and, you know, you got there through faith, of course. So, um, amen. yeah. Amen. Well, this amen. was so fun. Podcast. <laughs> no, but this was such a great podcast. Um, I was your future. Oh, What's okay. your future with this podcast? You're what coming you back on do? me. I, I really the first episode. Like, what are we going to expect <laughs> with the rest of this show? I really want to have everybody and anyone on here that can come with things that women and men can learn from. And, you know, being young, being in our 20s, figuring it all out. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard, you know, and I think right. listening to other people um, as yourself who has overcome so much stuff, you know, with social media relationships, only fans, money, financial, figuring out what you're going to do financially. Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of women in their twenties are going through that. It doesn't even have to be people with followers. And one thing I really want to do is I don't even care to have people on here that, you know, do have a following. Like I'm, I'm having my friends on here because I've learned stuff from them. So, um, I just want to help and I get so much help from other people's that. experiences. Yeah. Right. So like, I want to oh, so put excited. it on there. I want to put it publicly. So Love it. thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for having me. You did so good. 
And um, I'm going to have you back on again later. Uh, I want you to start up your stuff first. And then we can also mm-hmm. talk about more about marriage and stuff. But I would love for you to have uh, your time to have that first, I think. Okay. I love that. You did well, great. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to come on again. And I'm excited to see all of the phenomenal advice and conversations you can have with people. Thank you, sis. Well, um, do you want to let anybody know what your social media is if they are hearing you for the first time? Yeah, so my name on social media is Jada Moore, J-A-D-A-A-M-O-R. Uh, that's what I go by on TikTok. I am Jada the Vegan, we're oh. fitness. <laughs> I don't really use social media besides that. Oh, but you can support most, actually, just this, this gotta go first, honestly. Yeah. But you support my business, Honey Buns I was going to say that. Jada. Honey Buns I'm by a- Jada. Yes, she I'm an esthetician. An esthetician. A really big, very, yes. And you're actually redoing your entire studio. Got to tell people, sorry. Um, But you are located where? In Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, Yep, I'm independent and I'm by appointment only. But if you could come in, if you're watching, um, I love my clients dear. And I'm I'm actually a Brazilian waxer. Uh, I specialize in Brazilian waxing and facials and bleaching. So that's my specialty. So, yep. If you're watching and need wax, come to me. <laughs> okay. <I> now. <laughs> I love it. And you're great at it too. Thank you. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Jada. It's been a pleasure to have you. <laughs> I will call you after this. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.